This month, workers at Keyword Studio uh, in Edmonton, which is, uh, well, they're video game developers and makers and builders and that sort of thing, um, voted unanimously to form a union. They cited a whole bunch of reasons, and they're the reasons you typically run into whenever you're talking about these issues. Um, Return to work being one of them with COVID ending. But aside from that, which is a little bit unique uh, because of the time, um, you know, concerns like wages and work-life balance and time off and all the rest of the things that typically come up, you know, whenever you're talking about uh, a company and their employees. So. Is this a sign of more to come? It's not all that common, but let's get some details. We're going to chat now with Joanna Westar, who is the Associate Professor of Labor and Employment Relations and uh, in the department, Dan Department of Management and Organizational Studies at Western University. Joanna, thanks so much for your time. I really appreciate you joining us. No problem. Nice to be here. So this formation of a union at a video game developer, like I say, it's it's pretty uncommon, right? I mean, this industry has been largely union-free up until now. Yeah, absolutely. There are actually only three now video game unions in North America. There are two of them in the United States, and with the unionization of this group in Edmonton, that makes the very first one in Canada. I, I wanted to ask, when we see um, you know two in the States, one in Canada, and is this... Um is this an industry that has a reputation for issues? When I think of, you know, the tech industry, we always hear these stories about what great places they are to work and how progressive they are and how cool they are and all the cool perks and all the rest. Are they just like any other job at the end of the day? At the end of the day, I think, yes, they are just like any other job. Definitely there is a sense of glamour around some of these entertainment um, industry jobs or, or some of the tech industry jobs. Um, but the workers have legitimate concerns just like anybody else. And one of the things that comes with some of these jobs is a real sense of love for the work. Um, In the game industry, there's a lot of conversation about having a passion for making games. And what can come from that um, is an ability for the employer to sometimes exploit workers because the workers themselves are, are bringing so much love to the to the work, right? Um, and and that can result in in some fairly uh, difficult working conditions, long hours, um, et cetera. So we've got this one instance in Edmonton, but I, I know there's different. You know, I mean, a lot of this happens online, and and there, but there's there's a community forming basically around workers' rights within this industry, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, There's a group called Game Workers Unite, and they first emerged as a very kind of informal at first group of activists. In 2018, they showed up at uh, the um, Game Developers Conference in San Francisco, which was one of the largest, if not the largest, um, uh, flagship uh, game development conferences in the world. Uh, And they started handing out leaflets and and, um, little magazines about how important uh, it is to stand up for your rights and how important it is to seek a union to protect yourself in the workplace. And that uh, really spread kind of like wildfire. And there were then... um, regional chapters of Game Workers Unite that popped up all over the world. Um, And what we're seeing now, you know, four years down the road from that is um, a a transition or a building from that kind of initial grassroots mobilization into a more sustained um, unionization effort where um, workers are, are seeking specific certifications, uh, you know, under the, the legal apparatus. 
How has industry responded? I mean, you don't want to put them all in the same basket, but generally speaking, um, how has the industry responded to this move towards unionization? Yeah, it's a very good question because um, employer resistance is often cited as as one of the main barriers to uh, workers being able to unionize. Um, workers are often fearful of this this process and and what repercussions may may come. So it's actually been fairly positive. The first um, union that formed uh, in the U.S. it was at a quite a small uh, independent game studio called the Dale Games. And there, the employer actually voluntarily recognized the union. So typically, once you file for certification, um, then the Labor Board, and this is true in Canada and in the United States, would say that there needs to be then a vote of the members or of the workers to um, kind of lock in that yeah. desire for unionization. But at that place, um, the employer said, no, it's okay. We recognize that you would like to be a union. We're willing to uh, work with you, and and in that case, the vote wasn't even required. So, that's actually quite promising, and and you know shows good things about probably the relationship. How how, how unusual? And their employer. Sorry to interrupt. How unusual yeah, is no. that to have to have the company well, say, yeah, you know, what, okay, we'll work with you on this. Yeah, it's it's actually fairly unusual, I, I would say, in in labor relations across the board. Yeah. You know, usually the employer will let it go to the vote, right, and try to hold out as long as possible. Um, and sometimes we see actually very um, aggressive campaigns against the union. More Campaigns are usually more aggressive in the United States than we see in Canada, uh, but we do still see employer resistance, even of the degree of, you know, an employer expressing a preference that workers don't go that route, right? Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, and, and then at, at the others, so at, at Raven Software, uh, which was another the other studio in the U.S., um, there was a little bit of sign of some initial resistance. The parent company there is Activision Blizzard, and uh, they were issuing a few statements of you know saying that they would prefer that they could work things out with their union uh, or, or with their workers without the union, preferring that they didn't unionize. Um, they hired a, a company that, that some in the labor industry um, w- would say is maybe sort of union busting to, to look into the issues. Uh, but they seem to have come around and, and changed their tune a little bit. And um, after the vote did get certified, uh, um, they, the company said that they were you know, willing to sit down and negotiate with, with the union. Really interesting. Yeah. Uh, great discussion. Thank you, John. I appreciate your time. No problem. Thanks so much. You bet.